What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked. My name is Scott, coming at you live from my home studio here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I'm very excited about this episode tonight, so it's going to be very solution-focused. And it sounds like it's going to be a little anti-vaccine. So for all you anti-vaxxers out there, I'm very excited about this one tonight. But also, uh, like I said, solution-focused. Something we love to cover here on the show all the time is alternative institutions. And uh, we have somebody from the wellness company here to talk about what they're doing to help build out this new medical paradigm. Right, because the old one has obviously uh, come to a screeching halt here, and we need some more solutions for that. So, guys, the first place I want to start though is to shout out where you can follow and support the show. So, the first spot is over at rebunked.news. That's the website. Um, this is where. You, okay, so first of all, sign up for the email list. So, a little pop up that pops up. Make sure you're on the email list so that I can send you uh, any notifications about anything going on with the show or uh, any upcoming live streams or. Uh, yeah, so um, here at the top, you'll find all the affiliate links. Uh, there's the TRS Heavy Metal Detox, which uh, maybe we'll talk about a little bit tonight, how there's several different protocols for like, you know, uh, spike protein detox. And I've seen zeolite pop up on a few of those protocols, so I'll probably ask the good doctor tonight about that sort of stuff. Um, of course, Richard Grove's Autonomy Course. Um, you guys hear me talk about that all the time. I just graduated season eight and learned so much about like entrepreneurial stuff, internet marketing. Um, it's a very, very powerful informative course. So if you go to the website, rebunk.news or in the episode description, you'll see links below. Uh, and then uh, let's see, we got the t-shirt shop rocking and rolling. Um, of course we got the Beavis. Are you threatening me? Gadsden flag shirt. That's been a very, very popular one. Um, we got a few new designs in there. Ryan over at big frog just threw up the organized crime one. Uh, and yeah, so really, really good stuff. So guys, it's rebunk.news forward slash shirts, or there's also a link in the episode description. Um, I didn't pull it up here, but I just wanted to shout out real quick, you know, uh, the last American vagabond Substack. There's been some really great articles that have popped up on there. Uh, TLA vagabond.substack.com. Again, there's links in the description. Um, we're just putting the message out hard over there. Um, the stuff that they don't want you to hear. So yeah, I think that's pretty much it for tonight. So tonight I'm going to bring in my guest. This is Dr. Jennifer Vandewater from The Wellness Company. Uh, welcome, Jennifer. How are you doing? Hi, Scott. I'm great. Thanks for having me. Oh, yeah. Pleasure to have you here for sure. So um, so it says you are the co-founder of the Integrative Therapeutics Board of The Wellness Company. So let's start off by uh, going over your background just a little bit. Um, tell us how you... Uh, kind of like what your life was like pre-COVID and then um, what kind of got you into the fight the way you're fighting these days? Sure. Well, my story kind of starts back in like the late 90s when I was fresh out of high school and got a job as a pharmacy technician at a local Rite Aid. Um, and I started to realize right then and there, I really enjoyed engaging in the community and helping them out. So I decided after talking with a lot of pharmacists I was working with and just the joy of doing it, I knew I'd have a better impact as a pharmacist. Mm -hmm. So I applied, got into Albany College of Pharmacy, um, went through the whole program. And by the time I graduated in 2006, so in a, a chunk of years, um, the, the pharmacy industry really changed a, a lot. And I started to notice, especially being out of it, I wasn't involved in the slow progression. I, I kind of saw one start and then the next start. Like I saw it change. Um, when I got out of school and started working in a retail setting myself, it became very robotic. 
Um, I, I started to feel like I was just there to count pills, to check prescriptions. I wasn't there to really help the patient, which is why I actually got involved. I wanted to be engaged in the community and help people. And I actually, through the year, started watching them push and push and push pharmacists to just fill more prescriptions. And then eventually it turned into immunizing. Uh, pharmacists were also immunizers. I never became a certified immunizer um, for not the reasons, the not anti-vax reasons to start. But um, I, so I watched the industry just change just over the years. Um, after retail kind of let me down and I was disappointed, I decided to work for independent pharmacies, the mom and pops out there, because they actually were focused on, on patient care. But even being there for years, I started to watch the insurance companies dictate to the independent pharmacies how to how to manage and how to how to run a business and i i thought this is this is crazy because we're supposed to be taking care of the people and looking out for their best interests not the um the overlords and the big companies um there was a, a process called mtm medication therapy management and that process would be the insurance would you know pick one of their patients look through their profile compare it to the profile from the doctor's office because everything is tagged you know everything's linked together now nothing is is really private. And they would realize, for example, hey, uh, this patient has diabetes and they're not on a cholesterol medication. And so we would get a notice from the insurance company and say, hey, you know, Mr. Jones really should be on a statin. Can you reach out to the, uh, the provider as the pharmacy and, and request that medication? Well, the problem was, you know, what if the insurance, what if the patient's cholesterol levels were normal? What if they were with a normal limit? Do they need another medication? This is just, again, it's always about preventative, but not really looking at the patient as a whole and, and treating each one as an individual. So through the years, I started seeing that really creep in outside of the retail setting into the independent setting. And it was really bothering me. I actually would take my patients aside and I would actually do the opposite of what the MTMs were asking. I would say, hey, you know, your mom, you know, the sweet little 80 year old woman, she's on way too many medications and these doses are really high. Here's my recommendation. Take it back to your provider and see if they can switch this around. I never wanted to add more. I was always looking to help the patient. Um, after being there about 2019, before 2020, I was in a independent pharmacy that had a long-term care department and retail. So I got to work both. And what I realized going into long-term care that I didn't realize in retail, I knew people were on a lot of medications, but people would fill them different days of the month. You know, nobody was getting everything on the same day. Long-term care, when you're packaging medications, you're seeing everything they're taking literally in your hand as you're packing it up. I was holding handfuls of tons of, of pills and I was kind of getting a little nauseated and I'm not the one taking them. So I started doing med chart reviews and looking and these people in assisted living facilities were on tons of medications. And that's anywhere from teenage children all the way up to geriatric age. That's when it really hit me. And I started talking to people and asking questions and saying, you know, do you notice that providers are kind of, you know, over prescribing? Do you think people really need all these medications? And another thing in pharmacy college, you're taught quality of life, quality of life equals more medication. Mm. But what I started looking at the patients coming in, the most meds people were on the least, the less their quality of life was, they didn't have a good quality of life. And those on the least amount of medications actually were living really a good, a good healthy life. So the correlation wasn't making sense. I started just asking questions. Um, 2020 came before we had the, the big break, right? Before everything really shifted, I was in the process of talking to a doctor's office because I just felt 
the kind of pharmacist I was. And actually, I call myself the people's pharmacist because I really put people before the big pharma agenda. And so when I was working, I realized I couldn't do anything. I was kind of bound in the even in an independent pharmacy. I was bound. I could not really help the patient. I was trying to be an advocate. And I thought maybe if I left the actual setting of the pharmacy and worked at a doctor's office and actually worked beside the providers and stopped them before they kept overprescribing or increasing doses, maybe we could have a conversation and actually treat the patient as an individual and not as a protocol or guideline. That's really what was start, I was seeing shift and change. So I applied for a job. I was told things were going to be all set. So I put my notice in and then that's when everything happened. Everything went to telehealth. The position was terminated. So I was on the sidelines watching everything unfold, you know, in the beginning of 2020. And I was starting to get surprised at what I was finding out. I was researching as soon as I heard hydroxychloroquine mentioned, I started researching and I said, wow, this is great. Uh, we, we have something that's going to treat this. I was listening to Dr. Zelenko's protocols, like all the stuff coming out early made a lot of sense. Mm. And the reason it was being shunned and politicized was because with a cure, you don't need a vaccine or what they call it a vaccine. Mm -hmm. And so that started me to, to realize things were going much more down a direction I, I couldn't believe. And I started then digging and digging and came across, you know, the Rockefeller Institute of Medicine. I came across what happened with the Flexner report and I was just astonished. And I said, I can't go back. I cannot go back into pharmacy and stand at the counter and dispense this medication now that I know what I know. I have to actually do what I can to help people you know, and actually help them find a better way to live and a healthier lifestyle without being dependent on pharmaceuticals. And that's what I do with the wellness company. That's amazing. That's amazing. So uh, how did the, I guess I was curious about more of the the background now of the, the wellness company. So how did they originate and how did you get involved? Because it seems like from my understanding, um, you know, I, I've talked to Dr. McCullough recently, but it was on, on other topics, not about uh, the wellness company specifically. Um, and I've heard uh, some of your colleagues like Dr. Gessling talking a little bit about it. But uh, how was the wellness company brought about? And then how did you get involved with them? Sure. Um, well, the wellness company was an idea that our CEO and founder, Foster Colson, he had, and he was looking for a team and he ended up coming across, you know, Dr. Gessling, Dr. Ammerling, and a few other people. And I had met Dr. Gessling through the movement by being, by being one of the ones that stood up and said no more. And so we met and became friends. And when they started building this out within the first week, she had reached out to me and said, Jen, we need you on this team. And her exact words were, you're a warrior in this fight. We need you. And I'm like, what am I going to do with like, a, you know, virtual care? I, I don't know how I would fit in. But, you know, at first I kind of came in and was just there to listen. And our number one goal at that time was let's let's connect with, you know, pharmacies that are aligned with us. Let's build a partnership and alliance, which we, we are doing today. But that kind of shifted when the idea of the program, the upgraded premium membership we have is called Freedom from Pharma. Mm -hmm. And so that's when we said, OK, pharmacies are a little on hold. Let's build out this program and let's really try to help people, you know, with the help of we have wellness pharmacists and we have providers. And as a team, they collaborate with the patient to help them find alternatives, to find natural um, supplements and to find a way, if they can, the unnecessary medications deprescribed. That's awesome. And yeah, again, I've heard, uh, talking to, I've heard people talking about the freedom from pharma program. So that's, that's amazing. So at this point in your journey, would you say like, you're, do you see any benefit to like these pharmaceutical pills? Are you completely out or have you completely switched your view or what, you know, it's, it's really fascinating to be talking to somebody who was so deep in 
the actual like dispensing of the pills and you know you have your your doctorate right and like pharma mm -hmm. pharmacies yeah it's just like yeah. okay so you were deep in the rabbit hole there and then to, to see all of this evidence coming out about how corrupt and and uh profit driven it is and really the people's health isn't even you know the less healthy they are the better it is for their profits you know like what was that like awakening to all that and where are you at now with it all right well it was i'm glad i'm really glad it happened it was a little bit before 2020 because i was mm -hmm. seeing it through the years you know yeah. all the years of practice i i got to see things and, and things didn't add up so i always felt too i became a pharmacist to be an advocate for the patient mm -hmm. i did not become a pharmacist to advocate for big pharma i i didn't know big pharma was as who they were at that time right i just knew that i wanted to help people um but when i started seeing what was happening in pharmacy and when i started seeing like i had one day my district manager came in and threw the papers on the on the counter next to me and he's like you know your numbers aren't good in the store and I said, what do you want me to do? Make people sick? And as that rolled off my tongue, I went, oh, oh my gosh. And I started to just like little things started happening, little awakening moments. So through the years, it wasn't as much of a shock to me to kind of realize because I knew there was something going on. I just didn't have the full picture. So when the full picture was kind of revealed to me, it was like that aha, like, oh, my goodness, this is exactly what I've been seeing. Now it makes total sense. Um, so that's kind of how my awakening took place. And it was, you know, before 2020, 2020 was kind of like the last piece of the puzzle to fit and give me the clear picture. And I, I then knew mm -hmm. that, that things were corrupt. Um, they're not looking out for the people. Big Pharma, it, it, we have refills on prescriptions. Why? Because you're a coming a, a customer coming back to pay. Um, they're not looking at taking care of you. I'm not anti some medication because ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine, we know mm -hmm are good, right? I'm not liking the way I see the industry going in the sense of advertising, making everybody think they have a disease state when maybe there's an underlying trauma that they just need to, to clear and, and work through. Um, you know, everything is pointed in big pharma to there's a, a pill for this and a pill for that. And, and it's not really the answer. The answer is really looking at an individual as a whole. Now, with that being said, I do not recommend people just stop you know, their medications sure. because you've exactly. been on them for so long. That's why we have freedom from pharma. And there's a process to this. It's a it, it's a journey. It's a wellness journey. I mean, all these years, people have been taking these medications. You cannot just stop these medications. Your body cannot handle that. It's a slow process coming off and, and rebuilding your body and getting your body back in balance so that your body can sustain without those pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, so I, I got a question for you. So this is interesting. So I mentioned in the, uh, and you're probably like the best person to ask because my colleague over at the last American Vagabond, Ryan Christian, uh, we've been talking about this. So I was alluding to the sub stack that we have. This is the most recent article. I wrote this article and it's uh, talking about um, some just, uh, you know, they're just straight up lying about the safety of these COVID injections. I mean, we know all this, but, but it's really interesting is the language that they use in some of these, uh, like, for example, let me pull it up here. So, and we were wondering what this is all about, and maybe you have some insight into it. So this is like the CDC. It says, it's not too late to get vaccinated. You can get the monkeypox vaccine, the same as your flu and COVID vaccine. And so this article, we go into showing how they've never even actually studied that. They've never done any studies to determine whether or not they can all be taken at the same time. But that being said, the language that says, encourage you to talk to your vaccinator about what is right for you. And so it's like, what is that? Like, are we like, instead of saying, go to your doctor or go to your, your health official, they're like, go to you, go to the guy in the, in the Krispy Kreme donut parking lot. That's injecting people like, go, go talk to him and see if, if, if this medical decision is right for you. So what is that, uh, with them? Like just, uh, telling you to go talk to your vaccinator. What's up with that? 
Well, I think because through <laughs> with, you know, it's, it doesn't even make any sense because yeah. it's, but that's what they do. They, they don't make sense. Um, but when everything happened with COVID and they really wanted to push these injections, I, I, all my years I was working as a, as a pharmacy tech and then an intern, an extern, and then a pharmacist, never was a pharmacy technician able to give uh, vaccines ever. Hmm. And so I never became a certified immunizer. My number one reason was because I kind of get queasy around needles. And I always said, no one wants a shot from a fainting pharmacist, right? Nobody's going to, I'm not coming back. So I just never did. But then through the years, I'm very grateful I never did because I actually started to see the effects. So I'm actually glad I never actually had to administer a vaccine to anyone. But what I started to watch through the years was that, you know, there were uh, strict classes, there was, you know, CPR classes, you know, you had to take a test and pass a test to become a certified immunizer. That changed with COVID. With COVID, pharmacy technicians just had to sign up and they were giving the shots to people. And I was like, wait a minute, all my years, since 1998, I have been in pharmacy. So since I was a teenager, all I've ever seen is pharmacy. I have never worked any other industry. Never has a pharmacy technician been given, you know, the rights to give an injection and and not have to take CPR classes, not have to go sit through the, you know, continuing education credits, like all of that was kind of just washed away. Because I actually, if I were to sign up for a course, it's like $400 for the course, and you have to pass CPR training, and it's months before you can actually administer a vaccine. So that's why they're probably using the word vaccinator, because mm -hmm. it's changed who can actually give vaccines. Gotcha. Yeah, that's fascinating. And and to me, it's just like it's just trying to divert away from or just increase the amount of people that they can use to just lump this information out there. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. So um, so I know the wellness company and you guys you touched on a little bit is the 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 whole detoxification protocol for like spike protein. I saw it on the website there a second ago. Do you uh have any insights into that? Like what what uh what you guys offer in terms of help for people that may have uh, taken the injection, but are looking for, um, you know, possible solutions there? Yeah, certainly. I mean, actually, there's a formula I developed with the team, Dr. Vanderwater Spike Recovery. And that that's a number one seller, because I think people are scared right now, people don't know what to do. And that's what we had in mind when this when this product came together is we want to give a product not just for the vaccinated or the unvaccinated, but for both. So spike proteins can affect both. And we have we have that formula on on our website. Um, that helps neutralize and inhibit the spike proteins. The natokinase that's in it, there's some new studies coming out that it actually can degrade and de uh, decompose the actual spike protein. So there's some new studies and new information coming out on that, which is great because we have it in there. Our reason of putting it in was to decrease clot formation. So if it has two benefits, that's that's absolutely phenomenal. We have some antioxidants in there. We have some, uh, we have Irish sea moss, which actually helps to rebuild damaged tissue that was, you know, caused by the spikes and also a selenium for anti-inflammation, you know, some benefits. So it's mm -hmm. a very great product. Um, it's, it's one of our top because this is what people really need. So that's the first thing. If it's just, if you're concerned, I would not recommend if you having any adverse events to just start taking this. I think this is for those who are concerned about uh, spike proteins. You're not really suffering, but you want to just make sure that your body is detoxed. So yes, for sure that if you, are just wanting a consult with a physician, but you still, you also want to get the spike protein, but you do not want, or the spike recovery. You don't want to have, um, you know, purchase the, the big package. Well, we have a bundle where it's a 15 minute consult with the provider. And if the provider feels necessary for you to have ivermectin on hand as well, they will write the script for you and send it to our preferred pharmacy who compounds this and then ships it out 
um, to wherever you're at. And then we have this, the Dr. Vanderwater spike recovery. So you get that in one bundle and it's a lot less expensive than the next is the adverse reaction recovery package. This package is really for those who are really encountering adverse effects and, and need to have consult with a provider, need to have extensive labs. We have the D-dimer in there. We're checking for inflammatory markers. And you'll come in, meet with the provider. The provider will order your labs. And then when the labs get back, you can come back to your provider and the provider will go over with you everything necessary to detox your body. Because it's not just about the spike. Graphene oxide and heavy metals are very important to detox as well. So there's a lot to this. And we have a few options for different people and we're happy to, to bring that to them. That's awesome. Uh, you mentioned the heavy metals. So I, 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 any insight into like a zeolite heavy metal detox spray? Is that a part I of your protocol? I actually use zeolite capsules myself yeah. and okay. I also use topical EDTA. Okay. Um, I just want to say, I don't recommend using these products long-term yeah. because you will deplete your body of natural minerals that you actually need as well. So use there it short-term to just detox every once in a while, because even if you are not vaccinated, you're getting it from the air and water and things around you because it's, we're kind of being inundated. So definitely make sure you just do it, but you know, once in a while and you take a break so your body can have its natural minerals as well. Right on, right on. Well, yeah. And what I heard, well, I'm not going to get into it. Well, maybe I'll just mention. So what I heard is that like, so the, the, the chemicals or the, the minerals that your body needs gets converted in the digestion process, turned into like a, like a neutral base. And then your body is able to use it from there. But I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't know. So anyway, does that make sense? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. And so and it's like it's like the negatively charged ones that accumulate are the ones that get that get targeted out. So I don't know. Right. And what's really good too, so it a lot of times too, it like binds to it and then you excrete it. There you, you know? go. So you'll yes. yeah, so exactly. Exactly. Okay, perfect, perfect. Okay, cool. So um, let's see here. Where were we? Um all right, so I heard you guys uh, also have an like, vaccine exemption program. Like, I don't know if that's even necessarily a thing. Well, I guess for kids, kids would be like your, your students, people going to university. Um, what tell us about your exemption program, what you guys offer with that? Yeah, the, the medical exemption. So we have the medical exemption, but we are aware. And if you go to our website, there is a map that shows you the states and what states actually are looking for. There's uh, philosophical, religious and medical. Mm -hmm. And our providers will help with all of those. If you come in. Um, the medical exemption, you know, if you've had COVID, mm -hmm. that's a reason, that's a medical reason to not need the vaccine. And, um, we, you know, the doctors, it takes a while. These these are very long visits to get all this information written down and sent. So I, I hope people will be patient with us as, this, as we work this out, because these providers are working really hard to get these written up and get them out for people. But yeah, we have the, the medical exemption, um, which again, like we have philosophical and religious, which can be um, you know, used as well if necessary. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So, um, definitely something I was going to look forward to talking about tonight is just the idea of vaccines in general. So, um, you know, with the, with the exemptions, you know, a lot of times, I mean, this is a fight that people have been fighting for a long time. Like I didn't even really wake up to the whole idea of just like even childhood vaccine schedule post COVID going into all of this research here. So in your journey, uh, what was, where are you at with like the childhood, like the regular childhood vaccine schedule? What, what, what are your thoughts on all that? I am completely against it. Okay. I, I never thought I would say that. Yeah, I, 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 never, I really didn't. But what I'm seeing, I, I can't trust that really what they're giving is actually for good reason. And mm -hmm. I'm not sure what they're actually putting in these injections anymore. So. 
Yeah. What, what was that? What was that process like for you? I'm always curious, like, uh, you know, again, being in the medical industry and then awakening to that, was that a different process than just regular pills or, or did that all kind of happen around the same time for you? It was a little different. Um, mm -hmm. my story is a little probably different than most on what really woke me up to vaccines in general. It was prior to 2020. Um, I had a, an older dog actually, and he was very healthy. My husband and I hike, we go out, we're outdoors. And he was 14 at the time. And when we brought him to the vet, she said he was like a nine-year-old. So he was a very healthy dog, little Jack Russell. And uh, when we were there, she says he's due for his booster. Do you want to give it to him? And I didn't know anything at the time. I said, sure. Well, a day later, he fell very ill and started having seizures. And we almost lost him in like that week after the shot. And I did not know what to do. I started researching. Um, he would not eat his food. Um, he was very weak. And I watched a vaccine injury happen to my dog. Mm. And so that had me start to question. And I actually started questioning people I knew. I started saying, hey, have you known of people getting seizures after getting vaccines? And a lot of people are like, yeah, yeah. It start so I just started questioning and asking and, and, and just started realizing that there's a correlation here. And when I called the vet, believe it or not, she would say, oh, no, it's just a coincidence. I said, don't even give me it's a coincidence that my dog was a nine-year-old the other day, and now he's an 18-year-old. Like his whole, everything about him changed. I mean, he lived for a few years after that, but his quality of life wasn't the same. Um, it was very heartbreaking to see. And so I have a, a dog now, and he's not getting any vaccines. Mm -hmm. So, And he's yeah. very healthy. Um, so it just helped me to realize and change. And so seeing that happen, you know, I've talked to a lot of parents um, out there who have reached out and have said, you know what, I, the same story with my, my pup, people are telling me about their kids and their stories are heartbreaking. And they know for a fact that their child was one way before that shot and another way after. And it wasn't just the COVID. This was before the COVID shot came out. The stories just were not out in the news like we're hearing with, with COVID. There were a lot of reactions to flu shots. There was Gardasil. There was the hepatitis, meningitis. I mean, you name it, polio, even for kids. I mean, you start looking back, a lot of parents have a lot of uh, reactions that's happened to their kids through the years. So doing some research and talking to people is kind of what helped open my eyes. Yeah, absolutely. I think the polio is the big one. You know, when you get, when you, when you enter into these discussions with people who, uh, you know, still, are completely like who don't have a worldview that would even allow them to question the the validity of vaccines. You know, they haven't even arrived at anything like that. It's always the polio. Well, what about polio? What about measles? Um, have you looked into that area specifically about how those, uh, how those can, uh, you know, like, like against some of the common arguments that people make or some, some talking points that we could say around those. Well, I know, I think it was the polio back. Mm -hmm. It was at the sixties where yeah. they had that, and I can't remember the exact name of it, but it was like, it was a cancer that they mm -hmm. put in there and injected. I've talked talked to people who have known of families where back then they had like eight kids, right? And almost every kid had the same. And then they try to say it's genetics. But if you look back in the family line, nobody else had that. So just, you know, things like that have kind yeah. of, you know, I've just dug into and, and watched videos and just was like, cause I had, I had a lot of time on my hands when I wasn't working for that time and not going back to pharmacy and was digging. I was watching a lot of information that yeah. was, I just was blown away um, at what I was, what I was finding out and realizing. Totally. You know, and, and to me, it just reminds me of this era that we're going through now, you know, 
the the history books in like 20 years they're going to try and write it to say that you know there was this horrible global pandemic that came through and then all these amazing doctors and scientists came together and invented this amazing vaccine and cured the world and it was happily ever after you know and so part of our mission is to basically make sure the history books are accurate you know when it comes to that and i feel like polio the measles you know those things the way the history books were written it's very much that way where it's like oh yeah there was this horrible disease ravaging the world and then all of a sudden these doctors came up with this magical vaccine and cured everything but it's like when you really look into it you look at like you know the sanitation conditions and how you know post-world war ii and how all that that it basically began to be eradicated just strictly through uh these this new infrastructure of uh you know sanitation and the vaccine was introduced at the very bottom of the curve of when like the cases had like almost been eradicated it's like oh that's when it got introduced you know things like that or changing the definition of what polio even is to like all these other conditions it's just all these tricks all these tricks and it's so funny to look back and see it's like oh they're doing the same thing now you know like just changing the definition of what a vaccine is or a pandemic is or 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 you know in oh we just there was no influenza for two for a year and a half two years right and uh so it's just it's just crazy so i know um, i'm watching scott i am watching medicine be rewritten yeah like they're saying we're coming up on stroke season because of the flu and it's like i'm just like wait what and i even saw right before i came on here i i a friend shared with me a news reporter she says i am suffering myocarditis and pericarditis from the cold okay they're rewriting they're putting out there information that is absolutely 100 percent inaccurate yeah and exactly that's so what you're doing is sharing the truth is important because we need to make sure that that information stays accurate that it is the flu is not causing a stroke a cold is not causing myocarditis but an injection an mrna gene therapy injection is that's mm-hmm. what the truth is yep exactly exactly and so you know as much as i like to be out here getting this information out there because you know you never know what's going to break through or how many people are going to you know hear this message that need to hear it right at that exact moment. You know, I actually had a listener, uh, shout out to Nate and Tony. They do a show called reality czars. So shout out to them. But Nate, uh, told us that he, him and his wife had a kid. This is like a couple years ago. And they said, because of the coverage we were doing on this, it was a show I used to do because of the coverage we were doing specifically on vaccines. He said, they chose not to vaccinate that child just because of all the information we were putting out there. So you never know who's going to be uh, you know, affected or impacted with this information. So it's super important to get the information out there. But at the same time, I'm really uh, motivated by offering solutions as well. And so, you know, hearing companies like the wellness company, what you guys are offering, and it's kind of my bad here. We haven't even really gone over like the overview of what the wellness company is like kind of the big flagship service is like the monthly, uh, uh, you know, just tell us a little bit about like how it's like you have like, uh, it's like $10 a month, telehealth, like kind of help me understand the overview of it. Yeah, sure. And the membership, the membership is not required for services or products. It's really up to the individual. The membership gives you discounts on the products and the services that we provide. So the membership is $9.99 a month or $99.99 a year. And right now, if you purchase an annual membership, you get a free bottle of one of our Vitality series. So that's a little promo that we're doing right now. Again, you don't need to be a member. We have virtual care, so you can have a telehealth visit. Virtual care can be acute care. If you have you know, a sinus infection, 
you want to come in and get ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine and have it on hand, you are feeling sick, you don't know what's going on, you just want to speak to a doctor. These are 15 minute consults. So just go over what you're what's going on. It's acute care. You can be seen and they will take care of you. Um, we also have the packages. So we have long haul COVID package. So if you are suffering from long haul COVID and you are concerned that you're trying all the things you can try, you can come in. The provider will also order the labs. The labs are the exact same as the adverse reaction recovery package because we need to know, it could, is it the spike proteins, right? Is that what's really causing this problem? We need to check for inflammatory markers, D-dimer. So the patient will come in, get that extensive lab workup, meet with the provider a few times, get some prescriptions, get better, get some recommendations on supplements, and hopefully come out of long COVID. Um, the adverse reaction recovery package, like I've mentioned, we have optimized wellness, where if you are doing good and you just want to do a checkup and say, hey, I just want to make sure I'm good. I want to get, it's a, a not as extensive lab work, but it's a baseline lab. Just make sure everything's within normal range. See your provider and just say, you're good to go. If you want that reassurance, we have that package. And then we also have core wellness package, which doesn't include labs, but if you are just looking to have a relationship with the provider for a few visits, just to make sure everything's good, we have that package as well. Um, we are um, also partnered with One Dental. So we have some dental products and we have a dental membership. Again, it's like you say, building a new medical paradigm. We're trying mm -hmm. to find each area of where there's a need and bring that to the people. So we have dental. Um, we are gonna be coming out with some new things in the next month that is gonna be um, really exciting, some allergy, I'll give a little sneak peek, some allergy things, you know, and a way to help people with allergies. So I, I know the team is very excited to launch this um, and bring this, bring all these to the people, you know, give them options and make, and give it to them in a decent price range and affordable for them. And hopefully they can feel better and live in wellness. Um, outside of virtual care, we have the marketplace. So at the marketplace, we have all our supplements, we have uh, the, the tooth, we have uh, like a, you know, tooth whitener, we have pro probiotics, a whole array of products there as well. Um, and then I mentioned the Freedom From Pharma. So we have that upgraded premium membership where if you're concerned or if you're even someone, we've had a few people come in who just want reassurance. Am I doing the right thing? Is this, is this doing it? I'm trying to live naturally. Is there any other recommendations? Um, we have a team of pharmacists and we have a naturopath. Um, Heather Gessling, Dr. Gessling is on the team with us. So we have our lead physician and we work with all the virtual care providers that have signed up and agreed to be a part of this program. And we have uh, meetings with them and we go over all this because we're looking to, again, unite as a medical profession, not be in our corners, right? For, for years, it was the naturopath was here, the pharmacist was there, the doctor was there. And Nobody really worked together. And I love at the wellness company that it's a continuum of care. We work together as a team for the betterment of our patients. Um, and we have, there's probably more I'm missing, but there's just a lot we have and we're, we're building more each day. So definitely awesome. check us out. Yeah, definitely. So you guys, it's twc.health is the website, twc.health, the wellness company, twc.health. Um, you know what you don't hear when you're, when you're talking about all this stuff and I feel is a huge contributor to the situation that we're in right now is like the insurance companies too. Right. And like, just all that stuff. Like, I feel like that's just a looming evil that just is like, just like right there. That is so intertwined with uh, the medical industry. And just like, it's all about the money, all about the payouts, you know? And so like, you know, if you're just doing it, you know, using some, a service like the wellness company, you're like cutting out the insurance companies. Right. How do you see the insurance companies involvement in just all of the mess that we find ourselves in now. 
Well, they are one of the biggest cause. Like I mentioned the medication therapy management from the pharmacy side that they are just pushing, pushing, pushing. And the other thing I'm realizing too, is a lot of people really want to support independent freedom pharmacies. They really do. And a lot of independent pharmacies, they don't partner with the insurance companies because then they're being controlled, just like a direct primary care practice is not partnering. They're all doing it as cash pay because what's happening is the insurance company will audit. They will pull back money. They will make you follow their guidelines and protocols. You're not free and independent to be the kind of practitioner or the pharmacist that you want to be. So yeah, pulling away from the insurance companies is exactly what we need to do. And that's really how you crush big pharma. You mm-hmm. got to find where their tentacles come out and reach into everything and just start chopping them off. And that's one of the ways we do it. Yeah. The wellness company, we do not take insurance, but if you have a health savings account, you can use that on virtual care and on our supplements as well. Yeah. And, and just the insurance, uh, model is so interesting too. Like what they do is like, you know, they collect everyone's premiums each month and they basically invest that into like, uh, into the market, you know, and so they're using your premiums to basically bankroll whatever industry they choose, you know, all this BlackRock, Vanguard, like nonsense, you know what I mean? And so it's just like that beast right there is deep, deep, deep. So I love it. You know, when we're talking about solutions, so much of it involves, you know, voting with our dollars, voting with the attention that we give to things, you know, um, it's like with schooling, for example, right? Like, so, you know, instead of buying into like the university system or the public school system, there's all these alternative institutions popping out. And so it's a little bit of money out of pocket, but, you know, it's going towards something that is uh, in alignment with liberty, with freedom, you know, with, with, with actual health or a- actual education. And so uh, that's, that's fantastic. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm really excited to to definitely learn more about the wellness company myself. You know, this is a good opportunity, like uh, for a lot of us to kind of just uh, yeah. But uh, so what I was gonna say a minute ago is uh, so back to the vaccine stuff because I just can't get enough of this stuff. So um, if you if you had uh, a brand new parent or a couple that were you know expecting or have a brand new child or something like that, what would you what would be your message to them if they're wondering whether or not they should go down the road of vaccinating their child. I would tell them to just do their research, okay. to start research. Yeah. I, 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 one thing I, I want to say that is really strong for me is I want to empower people to live in health sovereignty. Mm-hmm. I don't want people to take my word for everything. I want them to research because for so long, we've just looked to somebody to guide us and direct us when that power is actually within ourselves. And so anybody out there, do the research. Look at both sides. Don't just look at one side. You know, check out the good and the bad and then make that decision. I personally would not, but that's me. I just want to make sure other people make the right choice for themselves and their families. Yeah, I love that. That's such a great response to that too, because you know, I I, I get so blinded just because yeah, I've been down this rabbit hole and I made up my mind and it's like I just want to like give this information to other people, but really that's that's the core of it. And also, like you said, the reason why we're in this mess in the first place is that people have outsourced their critical thinking and outsource their uh, judgment. And then it's just leaving it up to other people to make up their decisions for them. You know, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy. So um, right on. Well, shoot. Uh, anything else you want to leave us with here as we're kind of winding down? Um, I, I, not that I can think of. I mean, okay. there's just a lot of things out there and I just, I just really hope people take the time to, to do the research and, you know, educate themselves. And you're right. Every pillar of society needs to, needs to come down. Mm -hmm. Um, We need to stand firm together and vote with our dollars and, you know, make the right decisions so that we can break free from the chains that are, you know, holding us back right now. And, and we will, if we keep pushing forward, 
uh, we're, we're getting there. Um, many more of us are coming together and, and standing together. And I see many more people. I mean, our Freedom From Farmer program is, is just amazing. These people are coming through and they're just like, I'm concerned. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, you know, my doctor keeps prescribing stuff for me. And I don't know if that's the right the right road. I'm, I'm questioning Big Pharma. And this is a good start to start questioning, you know, these these uh, corporations that have been there for a very long time, uh, pulling the strings and asking asking for help. And again, in that help, though, you know, owning who you are, making the decisions for yourself and, and living in empowerment. That's really what I want people to have is, uh, you know, the happiness and the health that that comes with that. That's awesome. That's fantastic. So, uh, so where can the people follow you if they want to learn more or see what you're up to? Are you on like social media, Twitter or anything? I didn't get a chance to pull that up right before with the last. Yeah, night. no, that's Audible. fine. I, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm on uh Twitter, getter gab, truth okay. social. Um, and I also, um, prior to my joining the wellness company, I started a telegram. So I have oh, a nice. at, at Dr. Vanderwater, uh, telegram channel. It's more mind, body, spirit. I, share about my chickens on there my oh, dog so cool. and yeah i i really you know it's not so much uh business oriented it's more you know just getting down to the heart of the matter um so i you know happy to share that with people that's at dr vanderwater on telegram um twitter i have that through uh the wellness company um as well as getter gab and truth social Okay, so. perfect. All right. Well, I'll try and get all those up on the episode description when we're done here. Um, but yeah, uh, perfect. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so you guys, again, the wellness company, TWCHealth.com, go check it out, see if they got, see what they can do for you. And uh, yeah, let us know if you have any questions about it. So, all right, Dr. Vandewater, thank you so much for joining me tonight. This is fantastic. And uh, yeah, just keep up the amazing work. Thank you. My pleasure. All right. All right thank you. All right. Bye guys. I'll talk to you soon.